faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. You will own nothing and be happy, says who? The World Economic Forum. It's part of something called the Great Reset. The international plan to broom capitalism and replace it with what is essentially communism. It's got a lot of people pretty scared. What freaked them out was Joe Biden's alliance with it. The slogan of the Great Reset is Build Back Better. If that sounds familiar to you, that's because it's the very slogan Joe Biden chose for his campaign a full five years after the World Economic Forum coined it. But let's not kid ourselves. You'll own nothing? We'll have world communism? Come on, that can't be easy to do. It's not like people just, you know, surrender all their assets peacefully and we'll go marching into this great new future. How are they going to do a thing like that? We just got a look at the blueprint this week. And I got to admit, it's brilliant in its simplicity. And just like that, all the pieces snap together. Their plan, where they're going, what they're doing, where they hope to end up with it all. Imagine a world where you work for a living and the fruits of your labor are deposited in a bank account, but it's not yours. The money isn't yours. It's all the federal government. It doesn't matter how much you accrue or how hard you work for it. They could withdraw it at any second because private banking is outlawed. The only account you can have is the one you have at the central bank, the one controlled by the federal government. All money is theirs. And they're able to take it in and out of your account as they please. And they do. It would be instantaneous communism. They wouldn't need any more than that. They would own everything. Every transaction would be controlled by them, prohibited by them, encouraged by them, or mandated by them. How do we know this is what they're planning? The total elimination of private banking, all money deposited with the government and nowhere else? Because a woman by the name of Soleil Omarova just exposed the entire scam. She didn't mean to. She's a big fan of it. She's Joe Biden's nominee to take over the office of the comptroller of the currency, an incredibly powerful position within the Treasury, arguably one of the most powerful positions in government. She'll have authority over cryptocurrency and whether banks get to be banks at all and much more. She's a communist, an open Marxist, a student of the USSR who is actually from the USSR. And she wants to eliminate private banking, for starters. Here she is this spring explaining how this would work. This would be actually the full transition. In other words, there will be no more private uh, bank deposit accounts and all of the deposit accounts will be held directly at the Fed. Everything you make goes right into your government bank account. And there's no privacy, no real ownership. She says this will make it super easy to do things like combat inflation, which is just too many fake dollars in the system, where the government would just go into people's bank accounts and take it out. 
which is, uh, you know, considered radical, primarily because uh, economists really do not know how to manage the issue of what will happen in the inflationary environment when the central bank needs to contract the supply of money. How is it possible? politically feasible for the central bank to effectively take money away from uh, people's accounts. This wouldn't, of course, be just for private accounts, for individuals. This would be for businesses, too. And bad businesses would simply be bankrupted. Take energy companies, for instance. Here's her plan for them. And remember, this woman was chosen by the Biden administration as their nominee. And despite intense criticism of her from the Democrats and the Republicans in the last week, she's still hanging in there. And here what I'm thinking about is primarily coal industry and oil and gas industry. A lot of the smaller players in that industry are uh, going to probably uh, go bankrupt in, in, in short order. At least we want them to go bankrupt if we want to tackle climate change. Tell us, Miss Omarova, what happens next? Oh, after we bankrupt them, we just federalize them. But that creates a lot of this sort of loss of jobs, a lot of displacement and economic fallback that we can we cannot afford, really. So Nikima could actually become the kind of equity, uh, equity uh, investor at that point, taking over management of those companies and basically leading them through restructuring to a new technological basis and to a new technological business model. Sean Moran, a reporter for Breitbart, who I interviewed this week on my show, told me that one of his sources, a former senior government official, said this has been the elimination of private banking, the goal of the Democrat Party for at least two administrations. They've been working their way toward it. And it makes a lot of small, weird things they've said and done lately make perfect sense. Like their seemingly bizarre proposal to have banks and all financial institutions turn over to them every single transaction that just about everybody makes, whether that's from their bank account, their Benmo account, Bitcoin, whatever it is. All of them reported to the federal government on accounts that transact $10,000 or more a year. Well, folks, that's all accounts. I mean, a 15-year-old with a part-time job will have $10,000 a year flow in and out of his account. The poorest Americans will. This means they'll be watching everyone. This makes sense because it was bizarre. They said, well, we got to watch accounts and we got to get these rich guys hiding taxes from us. Well, then you'd only want to watch accounts that say a million or more go through a year right why would you want all this data on the little guy unless you needed to know where the person's assets were because you're going to consolidate them all in the non-public bank owned by the federal government see does it make sense now this is exactly where they're heading but wait people would never let them do this and i don't think they would i think they'd go berserk in fact i am more confident of that than ever. I thought people were just going to roll over and accept a lot of this. But the Yunkin victory in Virginia taught me otherwise. Soon as the feds introduced a little Patriot Act, a little FBI going after uh, you know parents who complain about school board members, even that highly blue state flipped out. I mean, that state less than a year ago went for Joe Biden by 11 points and it flipped to Yunkin. Uh, by about four. So by the time you're done, that's a 15-point swing. So 
that's just what happens when you inject the feds into the school system. Inject the feds into their bank accounts and they might damn near burn something down. So how are you going to get there? They seem supremely confident of that. And by the way, don't think of this the wrong way. Well, you know, oh, Marovo will go down. I'll be surprised if she gets appointed, quite frankly. There's already too much controversy around her. Don't misunderstand. This isn't about Omarova. She's just a messenger. They'll find another one. The fact that they picked her is what's so important because it indicates what the plan is. And if you look at all of the commentary she's done, the seminars she's participated in, she's been going around for a couple of years building consensus for this plan with all the right left-wing economists they want and need to back it. All right, but how do you get there? No Congress is ever going to survive voting for this at the polls. So how do you do it? Simple. You transition to a digital currency. Omarova proposed that too. Yep, the only currency there is. Digital currency. Okay, but people would flip out over that too. Unless you destroy the currency they have. Unless you destroy the dollar. Unless you spent as fast as you could in a deliberate attempt to destroy the dollar so that another alternative currency was needed. Because it sure looks a lot like that's what they're doing now. This is why they're hiding the cost, in part, I think, of their Build Back Better Bankrupt America bill. This week we learned that the true cost is not $1.75 trillion, but $4.91 trillion. Not billion, trillion with a T. That thing passes, it's virtually guaranteed to destroy the dollar. Can you imagine that on top of the inflation we already have? People will be begging for a way out and in they'll ride with this new system. But maybe it'll take an event bigger than that. I mean, a truly catastrophic event. The kind of event where you shut down the whole grid. That kind of event. And it just so happens that appears they're planning it. If you listen to just one other podcast this entire year, if you haven't listened to it yet, you need to go back and listen to Wednesday, November 10th podcast, The Great Shutdown. Everybody should hear this. Here's what's going on. In 2019, the World Economic Forum, in partnership with Johns Hopkins University and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, began running simulations for a coronavirus outbreak that started at a wet market. In South America. That sound familiar? They did this before anyone had ever heard of COVID or coronavirus. And just like that, months later, the COVID outbreak happened from a wet market. This time in China, not South America. But all the other details were identical. They were even planning in the months before the COVID outbreak for the internet censorship they would need and the lockdowns they would do. How on earth would anyone know those things were needed or even warranted at that point? No one had ever heard of COVID, but they sure had. So you might want to listen to that podcast because what they're running simulations for now, and they've been running them for over a year since July, more than a year ago, is for the next pandemic. It's a cyber pandemic and it will affect all businesses, all people online. Kind of like the shutdown of the Colonial Pipeline, but this time with a computer virus that attacks everything online in the whole world. And they'll have 
No, they say, choice, but uh, shut it all down. The entire internet, all of it. A kind of great reset, if you will. They're not even hiding it. You can read all about it yourself by simply Googling World Economic Forum and Cyber Pandemic. And why wouldn't they do this? Folks, I've been waiting for the next one. I've been waiting for it. They were shocked. I mean, folks, <laughs> a, 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 a coronavirus with a 99.9% survival rating, okay, on average across the world, and look at the freedoms people gave up. It's basically a nasty cold. Look what we gave up. Oh, my God. If you were to collapse the system, we'd hand it all over. Or so they believe. So which way will it go? Will we hand it all over again? That's what they saw us do during COVID, which was a trial, a dry run. Or will we go full Virginia on them, but on steroids? I don't know. The future's not written yet. But they'd be insane not to try it, given the shocking level of success they had with coronavirus and people's willing, uh, willingness to knuckle under. What will a population do that's never seen inflation like this before? I don't know. But it's pretty clear they intend to find out by wrecking the dollar. And the only thing that stands in their way, at least for now, is Senator Kirsten Sinema and Senator Joe Mount Manchin. Pray that doesn't change. Or you, me, we may be banking at the Fed, trading in dollars that aren't really ours. We'll own nothing, the folks at the Great Reset said, but we'll be happy. This is their plan, folks, but it doesn't have to happen. One of the best ways to stop it? Sharing podcasts like this one so people can see what's coming. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.